from dragon-like beings fighting werewolf-esque monsters, to wizards, sea serpents, and of course, the legendary Goatman. The state of Maryland is filled to the brim with local legends of all shapes and sizes. So what are the true stories behind these legends? Will we ever know? I'm Wes. And I'm Jake. And welcome to the Half Talentless Podcast. Wow, all right. right. Yeah. Jinx. I can actually I can actually hear us now through the uh, through the headphones, so <laughs> we'll know if we're too quiet. We're moving or up, buddy. We're getting a little more a uh, little more gooder at this. Yeah, I just have to focus on the second time I hear it because it's like a like a bad echo. Oh, that's wonderful. Have fun with that. It's it's great. I will not. Um <laughs> You actually have pictures. Holy, what the fuck? Yeah, Wes is looking at the outline. Don't read ahead. I'm not not reading. I'm looking at the picture. But uh, quick update. You may have noticed this is not the Jack the Ripper episode. Wes, why is this not the Jack the Ripper episode? First off, were we supposed to do Jack the Ripper this week? Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that we started. Um, I've been working my ass off, so unfortunately have not had time to write it. Um, We do go on vacation next week. I will take my... My own precious vacation time, and I'll, uh, I'll write uh, at least the first outline. Um, but I, I'd prefer to just have a nice little palate cleanser. I've been watching a show on HBO, on Hulu called Under the Banner of Heaven. Great show, but it, it's a true crime show. It has to deal with a, a pretty gruesome double murder, so I'd like to cleanse my palate with these, these uh, apparently horrifying legends of Maryland. Yeah, so... <coughs> Just to clarify for our viewers, we are doing Jack listeners. the Ripper. Listeners, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do Jack the Ripper. We're going to get to it, all right? Hold your fucking horses. We got it. But um, uh, It looks like next week we're probably going to do Goatman. Is that what we We are going to bless you all with Goatman because uh, Jake, for the first time ever, has given us an outline so long and so jam-packed, we could not fit Goatman himself. He's going to be his own uh, episode. Good job, Jake. I'm proud of you. I did it. Maybe you this will it. reach an hour. Well, let's see. I, I, I can see in your face. I was so ready to be like, let's jump into it. And I can see in your face. We shouldn't. <laughs> if you fucking rush me through an outline one more time, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. <sighs> I really wish I had my monster energy drink with me right now. Because like, it'd just be so fun to fuck with you. It'd be so, like... I, I'm I'm in just the oh, right mood. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Um, before before we do jump into it, uh, I should point <clears throat> out I did not have time for a whole lot of legends because I went very in depth with what I had. Well, I'd prefer that. I mean, I know Maryland is chock full of great history and uh, interesting creatures by the looks of it, but the ones that I know you have at least. I'd like to talk about in depth because I'm so curious about our local history, Jake. Yeah, uh, another special announcement that may or may not fall through at this point. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What? I Did I not tell you? Well, the thing is, the first, the oh first legend God, we're yes. covering is the Snallygaster. And I actually got in contact with the curator and I think the... <laughs> the founder of the American Snallygaster Museum. Take that in for a second. All right, continue. Okay. So I got in contact with them, and they were very nice, and uh, they have agreed to a Zoom interview. Holy shit, so Jake. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring some questions you're to ask to, them. You're going to spearhead one of the best interviews of our podcast history. Well, yeah, I don't think we're going to record the interview. I don't know if they'd well, be comfortable I, I would hope that. you wouldn't, but you're going to yeah. get us some raw information from the source. Yeah, and it'll, it'll be like a nice kind of thing we can i think next week we can start the show with a quick review and you know cover what i went over with in the interview and then we can jump into goat man <clears throat> or maybe f- we just release the interview review specially as like a bonus yeah what the fuck is that that's a person Wes. that's not a person that's that's a person that's not a person uh no that is also a person what the that's fuck? just like their top half sticking out Wes getting distracted oh! by the pretty pictures oh i see his uh, now i see his arm okay it looked like a sheep but there's a i th- what I thought was a brown part, so I'm wondering why 
Why it'd be a giant brown oh, I should like not have included pictures. And and that hand, it looks like a broken tail. So all right, let's just, jump into it. All right, let's jump into I'm just it. saying, I'm wasting too much time. You're the one who chose the pictures. Okay, so <clears throat> the first legend we have to talk about is the Snallygaster. Uh, it is a creature described like a winged serpent, and it is rumored to live deep in the caves of South Mountain in Holy County, shit, Maryland. Jake, you're telling me that's right over at South Mountain? Yeah, like right near us. Oh my god. I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> as you as you <clears throat> should not. Um, so the legend of the Snallygaster uh, can be traced back to when the area was first settled by German immigrants. So uh, the name Snellygaster is actually derived from the word Schnellergeister, uh, which itself is a uh, derivation of the words Sneller and Geist. Well, Schneller and Geist. I shouldn't fuck my pronunciation. <clears throat> Frau Watson would kill me. Um, so uh, Schneller means quick and Geist means spirit. So uh, the early interpretations of the beast make it out to be some sort of bird-demon hybrid uh, with features of ghouls and demons supplementing the features of a bird. So, the beast was said to suck the blood of its victims <clears throat> and leave them completely drained. Um, and a lot of uh, German immigrants actually mm -hmm. used the practice of seven-pointed stars on the side of their barns because <clears throat> okay. they were apparently supposed to ward off the beast. You can actually, if you come to Maryland now and you look at some of the barns, you will see seven-pointed stars still on them. We have. We have. There, there's yeah, one I've, on 81 on yeah, the way back. Uh -huh. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really it's really cool to finally know what that means. I never would have thought about it until now. Yeah. So uh, the original legends of the beast report that it would swoop down from the sky like a predator, snatching children and livestock alike. That looks like a predator to me, dude. <laughs> yeah. So this horrifying. picture you're seeing is actually this Jake. is an. We what? have a Twitter. We can post this picture. I know, yeah. We do have a Twitter. That's go another to, thing I forgot to, to say. Go to uh, twitter.com backslash. Uh, wait, is it at or backslash? Go twitter.com. At half talentless on Twitter. That's us. We're a podcast. Yeah, we have a Twitter. So if you have any reviewer requests, you can submit them there uh, because we're still working on a website. Wes, I think you just hit the mic with that. No, I didn't. Okay, well, whatever you did, the mic picked it up. Oh, boy. Okay. No, it's behind the mic. It's still getting picked up by the mic. Yeah, but just barely. Wes, I can hear it. Okay, all right. I don't... God, you're just... Can fuck, we continue, please? so talentless tonight. Can we please you're continue? just fucking with me. Okay. Okay. So, uh, these legends were fairly local. They were kind of... <clears throat> it, was, it was in the, like, the Pennsylvania Dutch settlers that had kind of come down from, well parts of pennsylvania to western maryland mm -hmm. and it was kind of fairly you know yeah local okay um that is until 1909 oh oh my god when just weeks after the jersey devil reportedly visited new jersey in january a snallygaster sighting was reported by the cumberland evening times in middletown frederick county so this is just a hundred years ago Starting to get scared. What are the lifespan on these things? Uh, it's been estimated to be about twenty years. I know that because it comes up later. Oh my god! Get into it. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so um, this is followed almost immediately by reports in the Middletown Valley Register that the Snallygaster had been seen in Ohio, <clears throat> West Virginia, and allegedly it had left footprints in New Jersey. Yeah, it'd go rock the shit out of the devil up there. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was like you're not taking. Gotta, a spot, gotta right? show them who the real the real winged beast of the sky was yeah the jersey devil's a punk bitch compared to this thing look <laughs> yeah. at this thing it's horrifying i'd rather yeah. roll up on a jersey devil than this god that could be sick that could be six inches tall i'm still going i'm still choosing jersey devil uh well it's it's not six inches tall um it's quite quite a bit taller yeah anyway so um the new reports included a detailed description of the beast quote Enormous wings, a long pointed bill, claws like steel hooks, and an eye in the center of its forehead. As well as a description of its screech, describing it as being like that of a locomotive whistle. So I have a question. 
Who okay. here is reporting this, and do they live by the train tracks? Honestly, I don't. I don't know. I didn't look into any train tracks in Middletown, Frederick. Well, I'm just asking because this is what 1909, right? Yeah. So, I was just curious if like. I mean, it's close enough to Hagerstown, which for those of you who don't know is known as the hub city because of just the sheer amount of train tracks that were coming out of it at most times. Um. Yeah. Can, I, you, can you imagine living near a locomotive, like living near train tracks and believing in this legend? Yeah. Anytime just, a train Anytime you hear a train, on. just, oh, fuck, fuck. Get under the bed. Get in the barn. There's a 12, the seven-sided star on it. Okay. All right. Sorry. There's a story. I want to hear this. Yeah. So um, among the stories are the following. The creature reportedly swooped down and grabbed a man, sticking its teeth into his jugular and draining him of blood before dropping his lifeless body on the hillside. Holy shit. Yeah. In West Virginia, it allegedly almost caught a woman near Scrabble, was apparently found roosting in a barn, and apparently laid a huge egg outside of Sharpsburg. Oh my god. So the egg was described as, quote, large enough to hatch a horse all right i saw one person say it was like the size of a barrel so this thing's fucking big yeah it's huge uh in castown ohio a man by the name of thomas c harbaugh remember this described in a letter to the middletown valley register an encounter in which a beast flew over him while screeching he described the beast as having two huge wings a large horny head and a tail that was 20 feet long (laughs) <laughs> horny <laughs> you're a child i'm kidding but look at this we actually have a name yeah thomas c harbaugh i have this name for a reason and i will explain it later oh okay i'm just jumping yeah. ahead aren't i so in cumberland maryland one man who operated a brick burning kiln reported seeing the snallygaster sleeping next to the kiln and when it awoke it apparently let loose a quote blood curdling scream and angrily flew away. I mean, that's pretty close to, like, when we wake you up. Wow. <laughs> God damn. Jesus. But you don't fly Just compare away. me to a snallygaster, why don't you? Uh, it was also spotted in Hagerstown at <clears throat> Lover's Leap. Do you know where that is? What the fuck is Lover's Leap? Right? That's what I was saying. Give what me is a, that place? Give me a road name, Yeah, jackass. come on. Uh, and it was reported as flying over the mountains between Burkittsville and Gapland. It was there that it was reported to have laid another egg. Okay, now you're just making up words. These are not actual places. Burkittsville and Gapland? No, Hagerstown. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 You're an idiot. (laughs) Also, being able to hear myself is really enlightening because I didn't realize how slow I talked until now. I think it's just tonight. I think it's just because I can hear myself. It's throwing me off. I'll listen to you instead. If you want me to wear them. Okay, yeah, actually. Uh, yeah, let me hear this. There's a little bit of an echo. Okay, hold on. Yeah, so you hear oh. it now? <laughs> don't like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how to fix that, but that's just audacity. Ah, I don't like hearing myself. That's so creepy. Yeah. Okay, so the last sighting in 1909 was reported when three men allegedly fought the beast outside of a railroad station in Carroll County, where after an hour and a half, it was reported to have been chased into the woods. Okay, so I zoned out while you said that because I'm listening to myself. Uh Uh-huh, just just read it real quick. Okay. Uh Uh-huh, the last sighting, 1909. Oh, fuck, I can probably talk faster than you can read, can I? I'm still on uh, reported... Holy shit, Wes, that's the seventh word? (laughs) Anyway, the last sighting in 1909 was reported when three men allegedly fought the beast outside of a railroad station in Carroll County, where after an hour and a half, it was reported to have been chased into the woods. It took them an hour and a half? What the fuck were they doing? Wes, they were fighting that thing. Bullshit, they spent an hour and a half on that. Get out of here. This one got angry. And flew away when a dude walked in, and you're telling me they spent an hour and a half? I feel like it was more like after 15 minutes, it got bored and left, and then, you know, history is told by the winners, so they're going to be sitting there. I see. So you think they're defaming the Snallygaster? I think the Snallygaster is bullshit, but you have yet to prove me wrong. What? Okay. 
I want to see an egg. Wes, you're going to lose us the interview. The chair of the museum is going to be listening to the podcast. I haven't given her, I haven't given her the name of the podcast yet, so I guess, yeah, but like... Come on, you gotta take this seriously, otherwise we're gonna lose that interview, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I want that interview. I'm, that's what I'm supposed to do. I apologize. Okay. So, these stories gained a lot of attention. The Smithsonian offered a reward for its hide, and Teddy Roosevelt allegedly even considered postponing a safari in Africa to hunt the beast himself. You're telling me the manliest man to ever exist. The, the, the man himself, big old Teddy, came all the way down to, well, no. where was he at the time? He was preparing to go to an African safari. Okay, well, he so did he considered. To... He didn't come down here. Okay, I gotta take this shit off. I cannot hear yeah, myself. It's, That's it's so terrible. awful. Oh my it's god, awful. who chose that? I, How'd I you don't do know. that? We should get like a third person to listen to make sure we're not too quiet. I'll just. We wouldn't have to pay. We'll them, just we? guess, like okay. we have been. Yeah, that's yeah, professional it's fine. enough. It's fine. Anyway, so Stand these. The, the media craze eventually died down, and it was later revealed that the Middletown Valley Register's publisher and editor, George C. Roderick, as well as a journalist named Ralph C. Wolf, had conspired to revive the legend of the Snallygaster to drive up sales of the Middletown Valley Register. Thomas C. Harbaugh was also implicated, you remember him from earlier? Oh, yeah, I do. As he was a friend of Roderick and apparently had grown up in Middletown. So, what you're saying is, at some point... Some dudes were lying about this. Yeah, the, the press was lying about it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, at one point, National Geographic was rumored to be planning an expedition to find and film the beast, but this never came to pass. The sighting stopped for 23 years until 1932. Oh, and of course, here we go again with the Middletown Valley Register. Yes. In 1932, the Middletown Valley Register reported that a man named Charles F. Maine had seen the Snallygaster flying over South Mountain from Middletown in the vicinity of Braddock Heights. Oh, I know where that is. The article where I found this account stated that, quote, Maine was a Middletown resident and ice cream entrepreneur. Maine claims that he spotted the creature in November 1932, 23 years after the first sighting, when he was returning to Middletown from Frederick early one morning. Maine said he saw the creature flying no more than 25 feet, 7.62 meters, from the ground. He said its wingspread appeared to be between 12 and 14 feet, 3.66 to 4.27 meters, and at times it threw out long streamer-like arms similar to an octopus, but it would draw them in again. Ew. So Maine also claimed that the beast changed colors several times, quote, first appearing as black and then white. Uh, even the person who I found this account from was like, it was probably just glistening in the sun. Um, okay. All right. <clears throat> yeah. So one article I found claimed that at the time people assumed that the lifespan of the Snallygaster was probably only about 20 years. And therefore, this must be the offspring of the one seen in 1909. I imagine this is likely something reported in the Middletown Valley Register, but I can't confirm. Okay. So nobody can actually confirm, obviously, what, you know, what the lifespan is, but it... We went 23 years without seeing one. without seeing a single yeah. sighting, mm -hmm. and then one of them was just ballsy enough to fly what, what 25 feet above the ground. Yeah, <laughs> all right, shit. Well, you tell me you're the Snally Yaster. You think you fear anything? You tell me right well, now you're the fucking not. Snally Yaster. Well, okay, well, hold maybe on. one thing. Hold on, maybe <laughs> I fear you know the the those gentlemen who spent an hour and a half whooping one's ass, <laughs> Jake. <laughs> well, th no, that because that this was the offspring. It doesn't know about that. Unless they have verbal language. Well, I mean, I feel like you gotta be able to, to express, hey, don't go down there. Those guys don't fuck around. Yeah. Um, okay. So, apparently the following week, two <coughs> other people reported sightings near Braddock Heights, confirming the description from the following week. Uh, so, here I have two reports as to what happened next with the Snallygaster. One article claims the next time it was seen in 1948, and it has not been seen since, while another article claims that the last time it was seen was when it flew over, over a moonshine distillery in Washington County, where it was, quote, overcome by the fumes. It reportedly fell into the 2,500-gallon vat of alcohol, after which, according to the story, quote, revenue agents soon arrived and destroyed both the vat and the carcass of the beast, end quote. <laughs> These two articles might be talking about the same event. Maybe they're not. Doesn't really matter. Um, 
<laughs> Do we believe this, Wes? <laughs> the most believable part of that entire story was a some sort of creature flew over a moonshine distillery, took in like what is what's gotta be ninety nine point six percent alcohol fumes, and just immediately yeah, just, died. Just, yeah, breathing in nothing but hand sanitizer. Yeah. Um. What the hell? Well, don't wait, read ahead. Uh, well, don't I'm not. I'm not. I'm looking. Revenue agents. What? Yeah, I don't know what it meant by that. Typically, revenue agent refers to like the IRS or something. But if those yeah. agents, I mean, they're taking everything from a yeah. Goddamn. God damn it! This moonshine's unreported income. We're fucking taking this now, caster bitch. <laughs> you are you gonna put this down on your taxes? Are you? This isn't deductible, motherfucker. We're taking this whole thing. This story the fucking distillery too, because fuck them. Oh I think God. it probably refers to whoever was in charge of policing alcohol at the time. Oh like yeah, aren't we? A, we're. Do- I mean, we're roughly around um, prohibition, right? Nine, no, this is 1948. Oh uh, well, well, maybe I, actually. Uh, all I know is it's sometime after 1932. Yeah, which prohibition I thought ended in like 1930, or maybe it didn't. Was it around during the Great Depression? When did prohibition end? This is a very Googleable question. All right, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. Hold on. I don't know, but Hold does it on. does it matter? What was your point? What was your larger point here? Revenue agents. Well, yeah, well, they, my, my they've always was, been policing moonshine. No, no, it's but I mean, I mean, like, it might explain why everything was destroyed subsequently. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that makes sense. When did prohibition end? Are you fucking verbally googling on a podcast? Yep. Thirty-three. Okay, so 33. prohibition was not so, going on. So if this story takes place in thirty-two or <clears throat> before prohibition ended in thirty-three. Perhaps that's why the revenue agents it's were It's possible. Or maybe, you know, the government just loves uh, sticking it to the working This is going to be a question man. for the interview, I think. Um, right. See, so, yeah, Wes, what do you, what do you think? You, you well, there's, Sally there's one more... There's one more paragraph that I don't want to get to yet. It's yet. A, kind of a lead-in to the next <clears throat> thing we're going to be Oh, okay. Yeah. Why didn't you put that down in the notes? Uh, because I'm the one reading the notes. You... You handed me notes. Yeah, I gave you a copy out of a courtesy. I, I, I don't need... You don't need a copy. All right, copy. dickhead, fine. I will take them away next time. All you've done so far is get distracted by the fucking picture for four minutes. That is a purely distractible picture. It's you look at that. Picture. All right? But Second, Wes, I don't want you flipping the page because guess what? Look, There's another copies. picture. I got copies. There's another I flip picture. through the page just like this. There's another picture. All right, well, hold on. I'm not looking at the picture yet, Jake. We're okay. not even doing with this Nallygaster. Okay, yeah. God, we were so unprofessional tonight. It is horrendous. Uh, Snell like Yaster. <coughs> yeah, what do, you, what do you think? What do you think? My thoughts? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say I don't believe in the Snell Yaster, but for the sake of argument, it's obviously not fucking real, Jake. Well, the, wait a minute. For the sake I, of hold argument? On, hold on, hold on. I don't think you're using that right. Well, you're, I feel like you'd argue that it is. Oh, okay. Sorry. I see. You're trying to get me to argue that it is. Okay, maybe you are. Well, I just... I don't know. Um, look, we got hawks around here, all right? It's possible someone was looking up, saw a hawk, and maybe they were sipping on some moonshine, or they're fucking stupid. I don't know, Jake. How do you explain the tentacles coming out of the mouth, Wes? Acid. Acid. The drug that was invented <laughs> well after the events of this story. There are... Herbal substitutes. Someone was getting hungry, was making a salad, found some mushrooms, <laughs> okay. dropped them bitches on, okay. and out of nowhere, the sun's melting, and they're okay. seeing snallygasters flying around. That's I, that's my running theory. Okay. Magic thank, mushrooms. Thank you, Wes. Magic, a- and magic mushrooms. mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. Okay, I can believe mass and hysteria. And the media lying to the, to the average Joe. Again, like always. You will see... Big corporate media. In the media. next thing we cover, you will see a case of the media absolutely blowing things out of proportion. Oh, really? They did with this. We Never know they lied. Before. <clears throat> we know they lied about the Stanley Gaster because the Middletown, we, it was later confirmed that they faked most of the early stories. Yeah. But fair enough. How do we explain all the other stories, though? How do we explain the eggs, Jake? Actually, yeah, that's a great question. Better question. What happened to those eggs? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. What? I'll ask, I'll ask, I'll, that'll be another interview question. Yeah. I've got a lot of interview I questions. I want to move on to the, the next one because I saw the name like a while back and I've been very interested. Okay, so there's one thing I should mention about the Snallygaster, Wes. 
In the early stories from the 19th century and before, the Snallygaster was said to have a natural enemy. Oh, shit. A beast with which it was said to have fought on several occasions. Oh, my God. That beast is the subject of our next local legend, the Dwyo. I do know about this one. Oh, oh, oh. This is we're about to get into some serious, serious Godzilla v. Kong shit oh, right yeah. here. This is Maryland's Godzilla v. Kong, <laughs> but before Godzilla v. Kong and better. Yeah, um, we did it first. So, the Dwyo is also known as the Maryland Wolfman, and encounters with it were first reported by the Pennsylvania Dutch in eastern Pennsylvania, but sightings were reported in Maryland as soon as the Pennsylvania Dutch settled in the Carroll, Frederick, and Washington counties. Damn, this dude does not like the Dutch, I guess. Yeah. At the time, it was known as the Hexen Wolf and was described similarly to the modern-day Dwyo. Quote, a mammalian biped with features similar to a wolf, but with the stance and stature of a human. Dude, Hexenwolf is a It's a dope fucking name, right? Name. It's a good name. We are referring to it as the Hexenwolf now. Okay. <clears throat> so one article I used claimed that the first use of the Dwyo happened in the 1944 sighting in West Middletown, but only included that, quote, witnesses heard the creature making frightful screams, and there were footprints attesting to the claims of the sighting. However, oh. that same... Oh, sorry, what? I'm sorry. Frightful screams and, I'm guessing, wolf-like footprints. Did someone get mauled by a wolf? <laughs> 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 no, I think the screams were coming from the Dwyo is what they thought. I'm sure it was. Okay. okay. <clears throat> However, that same article, as well as another article, quote, a 1965 article from the Frederick News Post on November 22nd, 1965, as saying, quote, Near the woods of Gambrill State Park, John Becker went out in his yard to investigate a strange noise. It was getting dark, and he had started back to the house, when he saw something moving toward him. It was as big as a bear, had long black hair, a bushy tail, and growled like a wolf or a dog in anger. As it got closer, it stood up on its hind legs and attacked him. Becker fought the creature until it ran into the woods, leaving him, his wife, and children in horror. Deciding to remain anonymous under the alias John Becker, he filed a report with local state police, telling of an attack by a mysterious monster that he called Dwyo. Anonymous? Bro, if you fight off a werewolf with your bare hands... Whoa, whoa, you mean a hexen wolf? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, come on, we can't confirm they're related. Well, you were saying Dwyo, like, right? I literally said, we're calling him a hexen wolf from now on. Next sentence, you call him a damn Dwyo. No, I said... I, the first use of the name Dwyo. I'm just explaining with it. There's a bit of a discrepancy in this article that I found in that it says that John Becker called the beast a Dwyo, but it also says that some seven or uh, 21 years before, it, that's when the name Dwyo came about? I don't know. Um, well, I mean, he might have... No it's possible he knew... Of the Dwyo? That's what that's what I think. I think he knew of it, and there's a little bit of evidence I'm about to say that that will maybe help um, help shed some light on whether or not he knew what he was doing at the time. Um, okay. Oh, wait. Okay. Elaborate. Let's get into that. You're 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 phrasing there. Yeah. So I this could very well have been him playing off of an established myth. And if the name Dwyo did originate in 1944, maybe he knew of the stories and maybe he wanted to have a story of his own, is all I'm saying. It's possible a story of his own was thrust upon him in the shape of a Dwyo. Like, it's... You mean a Hexenwolf? Motherfucker. <laughs> what are we calling it? We're calling it a Hexenwolf. They're calling it a Dwyo. Okay. All right. Thank you for clarifying uh, that. It's the same damn thing so to everybody dumb. listening. Y you're right. You are. Damn it, he turned it around. He used new reverse card. He's I fucking know. got me. Uh-huh. Oh, well, now I it. have to speak in the third person. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the, uh, the second article I used also included that, quote, sensing a good story, Frederick News reporter George May wrote a series of articles on the monster. And soon, newspapers throughout, newspapers, sorry, newspapers throughout the area were carrying the story. These articles spawned a rash of calls and letters to the newspaper, ranging from the absurd to the furious. The county treasurer's office received an application for a Dwyo license from a John Becker, accompanied by the $1 fee. The license was issued and mailed in care of George May, Frederick News Post. Huh. So, what I think that means is any rights to the... It's kind of like copyright or trademark. You kind of trademarks Dwyo. Yeah. Maybe. So, it sounds like someone anonymously 
chose the name John Becker, faked a sighting with the Dwyo, got a, a journalist to report on it, and then acquired the rights to Dwyo, the name Dwyo, as the craze kicked off. That is your theory. That's my theory. My theory is that a Hexen wolf came up, attacked this guy, John Becker, you know, quote unquote. That's, um, yeah. We don't know his name. It's just John Becker. It's the alias. Yeah, it's the alias. <clears throat> okay. So a quote unquote John Becker gets in a fight <clears throat> with this Hexen wolf, and then he obviously files a report. And with that, the news is like, whoa, this is a story. They get on top of it. Well, now our very own John Becker is seeing all these people calling in and saying the word Dwyo. He's like, that's my fucking word. Get yeah, out of here. don't take my so word. He's going to spend a crisp dollar <laughs> and postage. And he's going to send I don't this think the dollar trademark. was in postage. I think he also paid no, no, for postage. And separately. postage. And yeah. postage. Sorry. I send it out. Postage. And now every time someone at the newspaper or writing a blog is. is writing, a, writing a blog? Well, nowadays, right? Uh, the idea... I don't think he still has the license to it. That'd be bullshit if he doesn't. Does he? If he's getting on top of it way back in 68? No, no, no. This was in... Um... 60... Hold on. Gotta go back. God damn it. Gotta go back. Fuck. Son Idiot. of a bitch. No, Jake, go back one. I did go back. 65. Okay, so if way back in 65, he's getting on top of this, and he's trademarking the name Dwyo, I would love to believe that 60 years later, know, he still has, has he renewed it? Okay. This is all, these are all good questions that I will, I might look into more. Um, might look into, that's... I'm not. There's yeah, no fucking way. No. We're just going to leave, the viewers can do it on their own. The listeners, sorry. I keep saying the viewers. All right. Okay, so uh, this series of articles reportedly inspired many other people to report their sightings. One article I read even included that, quote, an Adamstown, Maryland woman called the paper and insisted that, quote, this trash about the Dwyo be stopped, end quote. She said her daughter was being treated for a nervous condition because of all this talk about the Dwyo, end quote of the quote. I accidentally read ahead of that. Yeah. The reports died down in December of that year. So, yeah, there were a lot of, like, reports around that time. Everybody and their mother was reporting sightings, and the news was just lapping it all up and reporting it. And apparently it caused this lady's daughter to freak out, that. and so she wrote <laughs> to thrash the newspaper editors to be like, shut up. And eventually they did. So, in 1966, just a year later, there was another sighting in Gambrel State Park. A man who went by Jim A. reported that he had seen a Dwyo on the way to a campsite. He described it as a two-legged creature that was about the size of a deer with a triangular head, pointed ears, and a pointed chin. He described it as a dark brown creature that screamed horrifically and backed away as he approached. He also included that it had a weird walk as its legs, quote, stuck out from the side of the trunk of the body, making its movements appear almost spider-like as it backed away. That's fucking horrifying. So it's he says it's two-legged? <clears throat> Okay, I wonder if that now, includes arms. Uh, does two-legged refer to it standing? Maybe on standing two legs? on two legs. I I think it maybe does, because uh, I think it probably had arms. But I I do think maybe Ugh, this could have been God. some sort of like emaciated deer. What? Some sort of emaciated. We're deer. gonna get into uh, Navajo legends one day, and skinwalkers being one of them. And people who have heard about that are going to eat that sentence up, dude. Holy shit! What? <laughs> Yo, you think it's like a skinwalker? No, I don't. I'm saying. Oh, you think who that people it, who know about it will think it's think a skinwalker? That. that was where my mind went first. Okay. But I think it's a hexen wolf, and maybe this guy just sucks at describing things. I think there's a decent chance Jim A is also John Becker. <laughs> you know, I had a suspicion. <laughs> like the reports died down the first time. A year later, he's like, "Oh, hey, I saw another one." He's oh, he's realizing man. he's not making any money <laughs> off of that trademark yeah. he paid so much for. Oh my god, man! Okay, yeah, um, people people talk about the Dwyer on the internet all the time. There's like, there's like tons of pages. There. I'm I let me go on Reddit real quick. Let's you see go on Reddit? what they have to say. While well, while Reddit's a that. dangerous place to go. I mean, you like refuse to go on Twitter, but you'll you'll go to Reddit. Oh, well, I mean, Twitter's a cesspool, and Reddit is God's gift to man. I see. Okay, yeah, I as you guys might be able to tell, I'm in charge of our Twitter, so yeah, I will 
you know, I'll maybe if you maybe Twitter. if you give us a review request, the episode will actually get written. Um, oh my God, <laughs> Dwyer versus Snallygaster? Is that a video? What? I don't know. Jake, what? Oh my God, it's a YouTube video. What is this? Do you like creepy stories? Let's um, don't turn the sound up. Which we don't have the rights oh, yeah, to this. Right, yeah, right. this is not fair use. Huh. <laughs> fair use. I can play like fair use. Fair use. Fair use. If we just scream. Tales fair use, about what? creatures of myth and legend. Uh, that's do. just an why, alligator. That's <laughs> a crocodile, dude. Why oh. is that there? <clears throat> True stories as well as fiction. How do you know they're fiction? This is uh, God. Damn then it. you are at the right <laughs> place. Why do we always end up watching a video? <laughs> how long is this video? Wes, how long is this fucking video? 12 minutes long? Dude, we're 40 seconds. We haven't even gotten to the Snallygaster. Yeah, he's just telling us to like and subscribe. Well, it's Tales like, from the Shadowlands? This literally looks like, oh, I bet he's going to be speaking. That's an artist depiction of the Snallygaster. Wow, that's horrifying. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing Wes, that... watch this video on your own time, man. I don't want to include this in the episode. All right, fine, fine. I was just curious. So, Twitter has nothing useful. Well, no, of course not. Or Reddit. I, Whoops. They're also, interestingly enough, there's a Wikipedia page for Maryland folklore that Dwyo is not included. And I can't find a Dwyo page on Wikipedia at all. So it seems out of the Snallygast and the Dwyo... this shit up? I think the Dwyo is lesser known. This is a conspiracy. What's this next one? 76? Uh, okay, yeah. There was another sighting in 1976, with this one being reported by two men driving off of Route 77, when a creature ran in front of their car. Their description is as follows, quote, at least six feet tall, but inclined forward since it was moving quickly. Its head was fairly large and similar to the profile of a wolf. The body was covered in brown or brindle colored fur, but the lower half had a striped pattern of noticeable darker and lighter banding. The forelegs were slimmer and held out in front as it moved. The back legs were very muscled and thick, similar to perhaps a kangaroo. This was not a hominid-type creature. It did not have the characteristics of an ape. It was much more similar to a wolf or ferocious dog. However, it was definitely moving upright and appeared to be adapted for that type of mobility. I was particularly impressed by the size and strength of the back legs and the stripes on the lower half of the body and the canine wolf-like head. Huh. Yeah. So... They even say it looked like a kangaroo, which makes me think maybe, like, I know it's Maryland, but maybe, like, a kangaroo got loose. I mean, there were zebras loose in Maryland just last year that escaped from a zoo. <laughs> Wes, I recognize the look you're giving me, but, like, believe it or not, when when there were tales of, like, the Jersey Devil, was it? Was it the Jersey Devil where someone actually, actually bought a kangaroo? No, you're right. And yeah. they fucking used it to fake it? The, well, the Jersey Devil is just a kangaroo. Um, spoiler. No, no, no. The original Jersey Devil may not... We don't know. But, it, like, there was a, an exhibit where someone claimed to have captured the Jersey Devil, and it was a kangaroo. kangaroo. And they just poked it with a nail to yeah. get it to move. Kangaroo. Um, I don't think this is a kangaroo, Jake, since we're in fucking Maryland... But, well, I mean, yeah, but they brought a kangaroo to New York. Look, Australia doesn't exist, so it's possible. I think that <laughs> what <laughs> think that this is more likely, um, if real. I wonder if it's like you ever seen when dogs uh, are are born with fucked up front legs oh. and they learn to move on their back legs, and oh. like they still use their front legs. But they're predominantly on, like, their back legs. So you think maybe that happened to, like, a very big dog? Or a wolf. Like, I mean, it's not impossible for, say, a wolf to, to have fucked up front legs. To be legs. six foot tall standing on his back legs? Hold on. Maryland used to be home to, what was it, Red Wolves? Red Wolves, yeah. So, what if, maybe, I don't know, uh, you know, a wolf is born like that. It's, you know, wolf packs do not keep, uh, you know... Uh, pups like that around so that you know on its own maybe survives maybe adapts with strong back legs um you know obviously it's a lot bigger because that's to compensate who knows that's just yeah. my theory okay all right i, I think th it's i can see that, that i can happened. see that or equally as possible there is in reality such a thing as the hexen wolf I just yeah. like saying that. The Hexen Wolf is a way cooler <laughs> name than a Dwyo. Screw John Beckett. Dwyo is a cool name, but Hexen Wolf, dude. Like, come on. Come on. You're man. not going to beat that. How do you beat Hexen Wolf? You don't. How do you even try to, like, don't even try. What's wrong with you? 
Oh man. Okay, so the final sighting I could find reported was in 1978 when two park rangers near Cunningham Falls encountered, quote, a large hairy creature running on two legs. That was all I could find regarding the Dwyer. Very mysterious. Uh, yeah. Good for you, Dwyer. Keep yeah, it, so keep the Dwyer. The Dwyer, at least that's all I, I could find in the limited time I had to <clears throat> roughly throw something together since you didn't have Jack the Ripper ready. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. Blame me. Blame me because you can't find enough on a mysterious creature that only four people have ever reported on. West, there were more reports, but remember that Adamstown lady was like, don't fucking stop it. Like, everyone stop. Yeah. Well, she's a bitch. What, what else are you going to do? Whoa! Her daughter had a nervous condition! Sorry. Well, I mean... Sorry. That's tell too- her daughter to not be so nervous. Like, it's as simple as that. Have you ever tried not being nervous? <laughs> <laughs> if you have a mental issue, just don't. Yeah, just try not to. <laughs> you try just walking it off, champ. <laughs> We're joking, obviously. We're joking. Um, What's this last one? Next, we have our final local legend that I would like to talk about this episode. The Wizard of South Mountain. So, Michael Ziddle Jr. was born October 5th, 1975. And in 1811, his family moved to a community near Boonesboro that would come to be known as Ziddlestown. What? Okay. Can we do that in chronological order, please? So, in 1811... The Ziddle- oh shit! I, that's 1975. That's supposed to be I, 1775. I I'm so sorry. It was probably some like Michael that. Ziddle Jr. was born October 5th, 1775, and in 1811 his family moved to a community near Boonesboro that would come to be known as Ziddlestown. Sorry for the typo. That is so fucking amateur. Does Ziddlestown so still exist? Yeah, it's actually two minutes south of Boonesboro. No way. Yeah, we could visit it like tomorrow. If we go there, will you be cursed? Like, if you go there and you just start pissing on the grave of uh, Michael, Michael Zittle, Zittle Jr., Jr., do you think, like, he'll be cursed? His wizard powers will curse you. We'll just have to see, Wes. Guess we're going to find out. Yeah, so... You won't come home for a few days. You'll stay in a hotel. Yeah. He was born to a large family, and not much is known about his early life. What we do know, however, from local historians and others, is that Ziddle would become known throughout the area as the Wizard of Ziddlestown, also known as the Wizard of South Mountain, for his occult practices and claimed magical abilities. Oh, so he's not like the fun wizard, he's like the devil-worshipping wizard. I don't know, Wes, we'll just have to see. Let's not go to Ziddlestown. So, most of what we know about Ziddle comes from a 19th century author by the name of Madeline Vinton Dahlgren who owned the South Mountain Inn at the time. In 1882, she published a book called South Mountain Magic, Tales of Old Maryland, in which she detailed many of the cases of witches, wizards, and other paranormal things in the area. In this book, she also included apparent Luciferian worship in the area. Okay. It was described by her as, like, they would, like, meet in the bushes or something. I'm not totally sure. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I haven't read the book myself. But. Well, legitimately, um, Maryland and in more specifics, like our area of yeah, Western Maryland, Maryland yeah. and Western Maryland, yeah. has a pretty significant history of occult worships and shit. Like, it, during the quote, like the Satanic Panic mm-hmm. time, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of well, panic and paranoia, but a lot of it stems from legitimate cases that just kind of like they happen in a central location and it starts like you you watch it sprout like a spider web mm-hmm. and uh maryland was no stranger to that yeah we did i did <laughs> notice when i was doing the research for this episode i did uh there was a local legend i was thinking about including of um a witch who was apparently killed in maryland um which i didn't realize that was that was something that really happened in maryland um I guess because I was just, I, mean, I guess I wasn't thinking critically, really. I should have expected it to happen it could, everywhere. Yeah, it could have happened anywhere. Yeah, anywhere people are different, they're going to get fucking persecuted. But. Yep. So, so uh, she describes Ziddle in the book as, quote, the high priest of all this evil practice, end quote, and said, quote, he was resorted to by hundreds of people from all the country round about South Mountain, and even from a distance, many of whom went away in a belief that they had been cured, and they may have been so. End quote. 
so he's no like ordinary occult. This dude he's is like well known. This is we're yeah. getting into cult member level. Like obviously back or a or, uh, leader. Like back then, there probably wasn't. It's harder to put a name to it because with guys like Manson and shit, it's way more you know publicized. But if if people are knowing his name from really far around and people are coming to him and he's like it seems to me more like he was like a faith <clears throat> healer kind of person he's someone who sells like it like today he'd be selling essential oils well, and t- giving you astrology yeah but like, if advice in my head like putting him in this quote high priest is like, high he's a high, high priest. priest of all this evil practice yep. and she, she was essentially saying he was like <clears throat> he was the worst of everyone in maryland yeah, no, that came I, to the occult i get what she's saying and by that, it, it's almost like the opposite of a prophet. Like, he is... Yeah, she she seemed to view him as some sort of uh, person to be not only wary of, but someone probably who... probably revered, yeah. Like... She she seemed to view him almost as... Not like an Antichrist-like figure, but not to that extent, maybe. But she viewed him as some sort of, like, occult, high-ranking, very bad person. Like a cult leader. Yeah, like... Kind a... of, yeah. But but he wasn't. Act, I, I didn't see any mention of there being any cult like practices of him. Like he didn't recruit people or anything. He just no. I know people just came to get healed. We're talking about the exact same thing, but neither of us can agree on a, a word for it. Okay. Um. So <clears throat> she stated that Zittel's book was mostly written in German because she actually had a copy of Zittel's book that she found. Um, he wrote his own. Yeah, he wrote a book. So uh, she stated that his, it was mostly written in German and that what she could translate was, quote, more than enough of it to satisfy ourselves as to its true nature. So it seems she had a team kind of helping her uh, translate this book and they had already decided from what they could read that it was it was witchcraft. Um, so uh, it seems that she was under the impression that Zittel was a black magician uh, and she looks at him less than favorably in her book. She says he made, quote, impious use of holy names, end quote, meaning that he was at the very least misusing scripture and at the worst actively blaspheming. It's unclear where she landed on that characterization, but if I had to guess, I would probably say she thought his activities were actually unholy. It kind of sounds like they were. Uh, um, Even for some, it may not be unholy per se, but for someone to act as one of those like healers or prophets, no matter how Christian or, you know, satanic they may be, you kind of, you're already off to a bad start there, right? What the hell are you doing? I'm just looking ahead because I, I will have some news for you at the end of this. Okay. Um, okay, so before I go into what was actually in the book, I want to give a brief overview of how his life played out. So according to local historians, Zittle never charged for his magical services. Um... Some places don't say why he didn't, but I did see someone say that it was because he believed that doing so would bring bad luck. He continued to offer his services free of charge until rising demand for his services caused him to attempt to cash in by releasing a book of spells. A Boonsboro printer named Joshua Nodal published it in 1845 with the name of... Alright, everybody. Thank you for uh, your patience. For us, it's been a few minutes. For you, it's been no time at all. Um, apparently due to a, how do I put this, gaseous attack from somebody in the house, um, we had, there was a commotion upstairs, and we, of course, by the sounds of it, thought of an intruder, or, Yeah, we, we you thought know, the screaming fire. Was, was, like, actually for a good reason. It was, it was not. <coughs> nope. Yeah, so, sorry <laughs> about that. Where were we? We're not even gonna bother editing that out, because we don't know how to. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, uh... <clears throat> Weren't we here? Are we on the next page? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, no, wait. A Boonsboro printer named Joshua Nodal published it in 1845 with the name, quote, A Friend in Need or Secret Science. Ooh. However, according to legend, after the book was released, he lost his powers. Apparently because he had tried to profit off of them. Dahlgren wrote about what happened next. Quote, being old and very poor, Ziddle was persuaded to ask a fee, and when he did so, he had, quote, bad luck, end quote. The 1870 census listed the wizard's age as 71, his occupation as, quote, day laborer, end quote, and his property value below that of any of his neighbors. It is said that he expired in great agony of soul. Oh my end god. Quote. So, 
in he's he's seventy one, which for the time is amazing. Yeah, Good for you, dude. Rather impressive. Um, yeah. he's old and very poor. He has practically no property or occupation, and you know he decides, okay, after all this, I'll try and make a little money. He then apparently loses all his power. Yeah, and dies in. You know, in poverty. Yeah. yeah well, and, and and in turmoil, really. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I'm gonna spoil a little bit of what I think. Uh, <clears throat> Dahlgren had a hard on for hating uh, Ziddle. Oh. Dahlgren hated Ziddle, and there's a reason that we'll get into. It's not a good reason, but it's a reason. <clears throat> okay. Um. But yeah, it seemed like she really reveled in his downfall, which is. Honestly. Suspicious. Well, not suspicious. It's just, I'm not a big okay, fan well, of her, personally. Let's get to this part. I'm actually curious. So, the original <laughs> copy of the book was supposedly found years after a published copy was found in 1975, and in both copies are many of Ziddle's spells, including spells to do the following. Compel a thief to return stolen property. A sure cure for fever. Closing a wound from a firearm. Curing a bite from a mad dog. And dispelling the fear of the darkness of night. So, spoiler, this does not sound like the occult whatsoever. Right? Not uh, a single uh, part of this the, has sounded Besides the compelling a thief to return stolen not property. Not even that. Like, like <laughs> it, it, so I actually read the, uh, an excerpt of what the spell reportedly entailed. And you basically, it was basically the type of thing where you like say the name a few times and then you, um, if it was a horse, you had to like spin around three times and say the horse's name or something. It was, I, honestly, I should have included that in the notes, but I, I didn't. Um, so, <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm just picturing like somebody you know, hops on your horse and <laughs> rides away. And starts riding away in the middle of the street midday, and you just start spinning around in circles. Saying I read this name. in a book once. Okay, so an author by the name of George Wetzel in the 1950s re-examined Ziddle's story and came to the conclusion that Ziddle was, quote, actually a sort of faith healer, and if his magic book helped in his cures, it was a species of white magic, not black. Mrs. Dahlgren, therefore, has mistakenly characterized a good and kindly man as an unholy dabbler and a humbug, end quote. Whoa, hey. He claims that this mischaracterization was likely because Dahlgren was Roman Catholic and might have been offended by the almost pagan nature of his practices. Uh, So, yeah, I told you, it's a reason. It's not a good reason. Christians ruining everything again. For the rest of us, yeah. Um, So, it should be noted that Dahlgren was an anti-suffragist. Okay, hold on. Are you not going to... No, I'm not going to read that. Okay. Right. Fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'll read it. Actually, it probably shouldn't be noted. That is completely irrelevant, and it, I only included it so that people would like her less. I mean, it's kind of relevant. Well, no. It's, it's, it just speaks to character a little bit. Anti-suffragist. Piece of shit. What, a, what an asshole. <clears throat> well, you know, I bet you would love modern-day America right now. Unfortunately, yeah, I bet you would. Jeez. Yep. So... I want to read this next book. Yeah, so you want to read it? Because this is really cool. Yeah. So many people in the area still practice solutions similar to the ones offered by people like Ziddle to this day, with one historian who covered Ziddle even saying his own father had received treatment like the ones described in Ziddle's book. Both Ziddle's original book, as well as the copy found in 1975, can be seen in the Boonesboro Museum of History. That is so Fucking Wes, cool. we gotta go on like a day trip. If so, We're going to I don't actually know if the Stanley, American Stanley Gaster Museum has a physical location, <clears throat> but if I do find out that it does, we gotta take a day trip. Go see the Stanley Gaster Museum. Go see the <clears throat> go to the Boonesboro <clears throat> Museum of History. See if we can find Ziddle's book. Just like okay, so we're gonna go to the magical place known as Boonesboro, Maryland, Boons, Turkey, for a whole day. Woo, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is actually a really cool but also kind of sad twist yeah it does suck because it seemed like like honestly he should have made a ton of money and he seemed like a decent guy just trying to help he probably was a little but you know whatever well either way it wasn't common back then the idea of 
trying to help and not having any motive besides wanting to help. That's super, Yeah, because he cool. didn't charge for the longest time. He never charged. And I guess you could say he probably didn't charge so he could build up some credibility and then later he could, you Okay, know. he got to 71. That is so unheard of for the time. I disagree yeah. with that. Frankly... I, I, I don't know. He seemed like just a decent dude. Yeah, I was think a he little was wacky. Had a, had a few silly <laughs> ideas. But hey, that's not. But you know, Dahlgren was like, "Well, this isn't very Roman Catholic of you, good sir. I'm gonna defame your name and be the one person who everyone like realistically thinks knows him best." Of course. Hold on. Hold on. She's gotta. She's gotta go real quick, Jake. She has to throw horse shit at the suffragists. Yeah. The suffragettes. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Man, that. I mean. Like always, you know, some dickhead's going to ruin it for the rest of us. But I do think Ziddle is a really cool dude, according to this. I was kind of, I was really worried at first. Yeah, you were talking about, like, how he seemed like a cult leader. I'm like, no, please stop. <laughs> okay, in fairness, you made it sound like that. That was the Well, point. yeah, that's because I, I was purposefully going with Dahlgren's description to really no, no. show just how mischaracterized he was for a lot of, of like recorded yeah. history because yeah but if it weren't for Dahlgren we probably wouldn't know much about him today at all um <clears throat> but now we have you know we have his uh his books his book. yeah so that's pretty cool yeah so um I, I saw there were like the article one of the articles I read actually included like what the cure for a certain like one specific condition was that's the last page yeah um Wes by the way we made it to an hour not yet, buddy. We're at 55 uh, or 56 minutes, Jake. Pet for time. Pet for time. We just need four minutes. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Like, he, it seemed like, he, you know, I read the the uh, article's description of what like, it was called, like, the go-backs is what the condition was called. It was when, like, you stopped growing at a normal rate. So, like, you'd fall behind in your growth a little bit. Parents would get worried. They'd ask for a spell. And it looked like the spell was basically just, like, measure their wingspan and their height. <laughs> and then, like, wrap the two ropes around, like, a wooden stick or something. What? And then just, like, no, no, no. The two, like, ropes that you that you measured them with. Oh, oh, okay. And then you wrap them around and you, like, stretch them till they're both the same length. And that's supposed to... I, again... That's this cool. is all from memory from a couple days ago because I very briefly looked at it and decided I didn't want to include it because That's I'm so an cool. idiot. I mean, it, look, I feel like um, should we find our way to the fucking... again? Dude, I know. Oh my if god! We should find our way, down here. <laughs> if we should find our way in Boone's Tucky uh, down by that museum, I would love to look at some of the spells. Even more, I'd like to try some. You'd like to try some. Somebody at some point in time has stolen something from me. I'll remember what it is at some point. <laughs> and you should, dude. And I'm going to get that shit back. One day, you're just, you're just going to get a knock on the door from, like, a childhood friend, and he's going to be like, yeah, man, I stole one of your DS games a long time ago. I would, I mean, part of me really hopes they just, like, peel up in the car, throw it out the window, and, you know, just drive off. I don't know why I did this. <laughs> <laughs> really sorry about that one. <laughs> Feeling really compelled to do this right now, almost magically. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I'd, I'd be down to try some spells. Someone did take something from me recently. I can't remember what it was, but I was upset about it. Someone took something from me? Actually, you know work. what? God damn it. When I was at Maryland, at the, I went to the library one day, and it was raining really hard, and I had my umbrella, and I was kind of in PJs because I, I, it, it, like, it was a weekend day, and I was mm -hmm. just trying to get some homework printed out. I wasn't mm -hmm. doing anything crazy. So I was like, I'm just going to go you know, run to the, to the library get my homework scanned in and, and submitted. Yep. And I go with my umbrella and I leave my umbrella by the door because that's what you do. Yeah. <clears throat> Fucking come back. Guess what's not there? Your my umbrella. umbrella. <laughs> I had to walk home back to my dorm. It's like a five minute walk in the pouring rain in my PJs. I was so mad. I literally, I literally was like, if I ever find out who did this, I don't think I'll ever forgive them. Well, Jake, uh, now we might have the solution. We have the to solution. I want my goddamn umbrella back. I still haven't replaced the thing. Now, does he have... It would there be I wonder if there is um a difference between inanimate and animate objects? Because like with a horse, you gotta say it's fucking name or something. That's right? true. That's true. Again, that might not have been how you actually do it. You, I, that's just what I did you name your umbrella? No, but Well, I, you're I behind the now. curve. I can now. You can't now it's like your umbrella. It's someone else's umbrella now. Is that how the law is? So possession is nine tenths of the law is actually what people say, but they're wrong. That's I mean not true, true but it's not true. Uh, physically that's not your umbrella anymore, my friend. Oh, man. Someone else's umbrella. Wow. That's that sad. That sucks. Anyway, I mean, 
I think that's really cool. I would love to try out some of like the simple ones. Some of the spells, just yeah. the little stupid ones. Yeah, I feel cause... like that would just be awesome. What's interesting to me is she translated part of the book, Dahlgren, translated part of the book with her friends and was like, yeah, this isn't innocuous at all. This is pagan and unholy. I'll just never understand that thought process. Um, Jake, have you ever read the Bible? No. Okay. Then. You're... Actually, I, I've read most of it. Okay. Well, what happens that. is. I kind of had to put it down. You Jesus read the Bible. Boring. You. <laughs> You abide by the laws um, and stuff in there, right? Yeah. And then you are baptized as uh-huh. a Roman Catholic. Uh-huh. And then you never, ever, 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 ever deviate from those views ever. And anybody who else do, that does that is satanic. Wow. Yep. I mean, how do you think I've been living my whole life? I just got baptized as a Baptist a few days ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. I felt like with the way America's going right now, I gotta get ahead of the curve. Right? <laughs> you gotta get ahead of the curve. You got those pearly gates soon. You might as well get in. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I've been more like I've been more like America's about to be run by the rich white guys that are sitting up in the center. Oh yeah, you were going for poignant pol- like political commentary. I was just yep. like, oh, death. Funny. No, no, okay. I'm not. Uh, not yet. Okay. Should we get into the conclusion, Wes? I feel like we've. Well, oh my God, Jake. We hit an hour. We hit an hour. I told you. This is going to be my first one. We're not even done. Get to it. All right. Read the last few sentences. So these have just been a few of the local legends in the crazy state of Maryland, but there are still more to be explored. There's Crybaby Bridge, which is in the middle of Goatman territory. Nope. There's Chessie. Anyway. Nope. And the Goatman. Which will be next week. Which will be next week. Yeah. And there's also a few other, there's like poltergeist sightings I've heard of, like plantations being haunted. Oh, dude, we've got some awesome. uh, Yeah. So I figured there's plenty of stuff for us to cover. There's also apparently something called Black Aggie that I, I might look into more. Please don't. That sounds horrific. Uh, it was it was like the uh, someone accused of witchcraft or something. And yeah, she got killed, And then there was a statue of her. And if you lay down on the statue, you get cursed. And they had to move the statue. What? They had to move the statue because everyone was vandalizing it and laying down on it. Oh my <laughs> god! What what is it with people? Well, what the, is it with people? Hey, you know, you, fucking teenagers. If you, know, you like, lay down on this, you're gonna get cursed for eternity and probably die. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm a fucking lamb. You know what happens in horror movies, right? You get yep. that stupid ass teenager that's gonna go up to it to you know like the statue and you know hey don't lay on it guys watch me do this real quick then you know they lay on it then a horrific series of events it's ensues like, it's like that time we were ghost hunting with that friend of ours and um and we came across and some, we came actual, across some actual like pagan like witchcraft wicked like sage shit. and shit yeah and and our friend just goes, should I touch it? And you're like, no, don't fucking touch it. And hey, I'm sitting look, here. I'm not I'm not saying I believe or don't believe, but if we come across that shit, you're not touching it. Yeah, <laughs> you're driving yourself home then, yeah. buddy. Jesus, he was a ride too. I know. Yeah. But I mean, look, Maryland has a crazy history when it comes to the unexplained and unknown. Obviously, you know we've got stuff like uh, Chessie. Which yeah, <laughs> we'll get into maybe one day. But we also have stuff like Goatman. And um, whether you believe in the supernatural or not, Goatman has become something of legitimate, like, legend. And uh, I'm I'm actually super excited to get into him next yeah, week. Yeah, I, I will write the episode because and I you know what? all the episodes now. I'm going to... I'm gonna uh, wrote, I'm gonna give myself a refresher course on Goatman. That way, I have enough. That way, I'm actually bringing stuff to the table besides just sitting here. Well, I mean, you bring your your color commentary. Yes, the very interesting commentary that I provide every week. Yeah, you basically just fuck with me for like half the fucking podcast. It's really easy too. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm too. I get debated so easily. <laughs> so yeah, uh, let us know what what you want if you want us to cover more of the fantastic and supernatural local legends we have around us. Uh, anything else you want to let us know, you can just let us know on on Twitter at half talentless pod. No, um, no, 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 no. At, at half, half talentless. talentless. I'm sorry. Half talentless pod is too long. At half talentless. Yeah. I'm sorry. Fucking st- Twitter. It just sucks. It's awful. Which brings us to our sponsor for today's video. No. Twitter.com. Video? What? You made the same mistake so- I always do. Yes! I fucking got him! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, 
We Read got them. him. So um, also, if it was a video, it would be sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. And of you know course, that. I know. Yeah. So um, we've hit our hour-long mark. We don't have to. We don't have to drag it out anymore. Yeah, we don't yeah. have to keep talking. We can actually. So, yeah, if you have any more viewer we requests, can stop. we prom- we promise Jack the Ripper is coming. We just need like it's going to be a long episode to write, so we need a little bit of time. Yeah, just be patient, people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. Um, we'll get it. To we you. appreciate you for listening, and yeah, um, thank you for tuning in for another episode. You know We're what? Sorry, this one is late. We we don't say this enough. Why don't you start telling your friends about this? You know, no, nope, we're not make, doing that. Make, Wes, hold Wes, on, no, hold I don't on. want to. We're not shilling. Shut up. Make a sign. Don't do throw this. Throw it in the back window of your car uh-uh. without obstructing your view. Make some. You want them to make their own Jake, merch of us? Jake's gonna start making bumper stickers. I'm not. And then we're gonna just, just not true. Start telling people. Uh-uh. Just get it out there. Please don't. Uh, yes. Wes, why don't you make a fucking website already? That's your job. It's not my job. It's, you said you would do it. It's your computer. Oh, you can use it. You, I'm letting you use it. You got to do this. Please, I don't want to do it. I made the Twitter. Don't make me make the website as well. All right. Well, we've dragged this out enough. Thank yeah. you all very much Thank for, you listening for listening this week. Yeah. We've had... Uh, it's been it's S- been fun being send back. Send us any viewer requests you have. We're sorry there's a small riot going on upstairs. Um, yeah. So... That's this week's episode. As always, thank you all for tuning in. I'm Wes. I'm Jake. And this has been the Half Talentless Podcast. <laughs>